Hello and welcome to what's new in Microsoft 365 and Teams for September 2023. I'm Mark Thompson from supersimple365.com and I'm going to take you through these updates for OneDrive, Outlook, Planner, SharePoint, Teams and a few from around Microsoft 365. Remember to go and check out the blog afterwards. There's over 70 updates up there. A lot of the ones that I miss from these videos are the ones to watch. So they appear on the 365 roadmap. So then maybe there's a lot of them and I don't really want to cover them here because it takes too long. But go and check them out because they are worth a look. Okay, let's start off with OneDrive. So I'm going to start off with a quick roundup of some things which have come in recently that you might have missed. The first one here is the color font navigation changes. The most obvious point here is the way that the add new option has moved up to the left hand side and the disappearance of the option to upload your videos. Uh, upload your file, sorry, they've disappeared into there. Press add new and then you'll be able to see the option to uh, upload. Next up is colored folders. So on the three little dots next to a folder, click on there and you'll see the option to change the, 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 the folder color, which is quite nice and works real well in, um, in uh, OneDrive. You also get the same option when you're renaming or when you create a new folder. What is a bit odd to me is that when you do this in SharePoint, it changes it for everybody. Now, what if someone has got color blindness or they don't get on with a certain color, um, or they've got different ideas about what colors mean in relation to work? So that's just how it is. I, I, think, um, I think that's not a great feature, but in OneDrive, I really like it. Next up, we've got this section down here. We've got browse files by people. So you might have certain people that you work with on a regular basis. You'll see the option to pin those people so you can very quickly get to those files. And underneath there, you'll see all the people that you've worked with recently and your associated files. So if the way you work is with certain people, then that's gonna be real nice for you. Next up, we've got the meetings section. So the meetings you've got coming up, all the files associated with that and all the files that you've had over the last 30 days, you'll see all those uh, files too. So another nice little touch. Recommended files. So it's called recommended files, but actually when we look at it, it actually manifests as for you is what the title is. Um, it's recommended files you'll see in other applications. It's, it, it comes up like that in, in the heading, but here we've got for you. And this is just thinking about the people you work with, files that you work on, you have worked on, updates which are relevant to you. That's Outlook, um, OneDrive trying to be helpful. So another uh, nice little feature. So the OneDrive folk have been busy and most of those are pretty nice updates. Okay, what else have we got? So one to watch, you know it's one to watch because it's got this little icon here of a telescope. Files on demand for the web. So you look at the web version of OneDrive and behind the scenes it's kind of looking at your computer. So you've got the, the option there to select your files on demand and manage that. Performance improvements, so it's gonna get a little bit quicker. And I think when I read this, this was something about caching on your, on your machine at a certain points that it can do that, just so that just things happen just a tiny bit faster. And then the offline uh, mode, where if those files are on your machine, then you can get to them from the browser instead of having to go to the, the, the client that you've got on your machine. Okay, so three sort of related, well, the first and the third are related, but if not, nice things to look forward to at the end of the year. In reality, I bet I'll be telling you about those in 2024. Okay, good. Moving on to Outlook. Let's see what we've got. Teams meeting Outlook add-in. 
So you can see that on the screen here, this is the Teams Meeting add-in. So the ability to switch between multiple tenants and accounts. So maybe I want to, I want to set up a schedule, a meeting. Uh, right from here, I can choose which account I want that to be created for. Okay, a bit of a restriction. It's for the new Teams client only, or for users of the new Teams clients. There's quite a few limitations at the moment, folks, so go and read the blog if you're thinking about using that. And that is available now, uh, it's September 2023. Okay, so still with Outlook, shared calendar notifications. So this just means that you get a notification for um, changes to calendars that have been shared with you and that you are sharing out if someone's got uh, delegation rights. So you can see on the screen there just the sort of updates that, that people can make that you'll be notified about. Go to Outlook, Settings, Calendar, and then Shared Calendars. And you can see on, on the screen, I've got uh, the option to uh, get notified about changes to just one calendar. So that's in now. So I, I, I see this in um, the new Outlook, but I don't see it as in the new Outlook on Windows, but I don't see it on uh, Outlook Online. But definitely worth looking out for, especially if in your job you, uh, you share your calendar out or you look after somebody else's. Okay, so Outlook for Web, Meeting Participants Time Zone Notifications. Just a quick update here. On the screen there, you can see that uh, we've got this message telling us that Wanda Howard is in a different time zone. Use the scheduling assistant to select times that work across those time zones. So for international companies or organizations, that looks super nice. Scheduling assistant settings moving to the toolbar. Look out for that in October, maybe a little bit later, but I'll tell you more about that next month iCloud account support in Outlook for Windows. So you Apple folk will be able to get your emails in Outlook on Windows. Okay, understand and update sharing privileges on OneDrive and SharePoint links. So when you're sharing a link out in Outlook, it's gonna tell you about the, the ability for those people to see the files that you're sharing. So. Uh, you, you might see that similar thing manifest in, um, in, in other applications, but it's coming to Outlook as well, uh, due anytime now. Okay, so Planner's making a rare appearance here. So let's see what we've got. A Planner component is coming to Microsoft Loop. So you will soon be able to bring Planner into Loop and use it alongside your related, all the other stuff you've got in, in, got in Loop. So uh, paste the URL. Oh, I've got a typo on my screen. I oh, you hate that. So paste, not past, the URL for a plan into the, into the page, and then you'll be able to use it inside your, your planner page, your, your loop page. Of course, it respects all access rights. I get asked this a lot. Um, just because you are surfacing something somewhere, you know, it, it, will, it will respect the permissions in the destination that have been set. Just because someone can see uh, the, the link to it doesn't mean they get, they get access to it. Okay, due uh, late September to early October. Personal plans are coming to Planner. So it means that we'll have uh, the, the one member will also be, so also be the owner. These can be moved to an M365 group for collaboration with your colleagues. That's a one-way ticket, by the way. You can't move it back. Uh, what else we got? There's no way to create them in the app at the moment. It must be created through Graph API. So for the majority of us, we're not going to be able to do that. But fingers crossed that will come um, a little bit further down the line. I, I personally, I really like Planner. I list, I, I use it. I'm going to say literally every day. I use it every single day. Um, 
I know that I should get on with to do. I just don't for some reason. I really like the idea of this. I think this will be genuinely useful for some of the things that, that I work on. Anyway, so fingers crossed the, uh, th that tweak comes and then we can create them inside the app, but we'll see. Anyway, moving on, the logo update for tasks by planner and to do. So I wasn't sure whether to put this into Teams or to, to put this in the section at the end, but I've decided that uh, as planner's got a section this week or this month, I thought I'd give it a look. So. The logo is changing. You can see uh, the, the one logo on the left-hand side is changing to the um, to the, that colourful planner icon on the right-hand side. On either Twitter or LinkedIn, someone thanked me for sharing the new Tetris uh, icon, which was mildly amusing. Anyway, all functionality is the same. You can see that little tiny version there, and in the top right-hand corner, what the planner icon looks like. So it seems to me that the, the colours, so, so the shape represents planner, and the colors seem to represent the fact that it actually reaches beyond planner into other parts of microsoft 365 so maybe that's what they're thinking but it's quite pretty here um and that's already uh, in use you already see that already okay so moving on to teams let's see what we've got Ta teams live events are dead long live teams town hall so they're not quite dead that's why it's got an asterisk so Teams Live Events will be, will be retired in 12 months in favor of town halls. You can see on the screen there that we're creating a new meeting and creating a town hall. Now the idea behind this is that the person creating the meeting has the same experience regardless of whether they're creating a regular meeting, a webinar, or one of these town halls. Make sure you download any recordings you've got from your live events. You've got 12 months before you lose access to them, so get those downloaded if you want them. So, town halls due early October, so just a short time away. And then the death of live events um, will be September next year. So you've got a whole year to get your head around this. Now, it'd be interesting to see uh, people's response to this. I know people put quite a bit of time into getting good at live events. So, so hopefully the, the, the skills gap won't be too much. Go and check out the blog on this. I'll put a link over to Microsoft's page that's got loads and loads of information about this. So go and have a look. Okay, public preview. Immersive spaces coming to Microsoft Teams meetings. Okay, so you're getting this, uh, this new view. So immersive spaces, which looks like this. So this is for folks who are engaging and embracing uh, avatars. Um, you can use your, your, your PC, or if you've got a MetaQuest virtual reality headset, then I think that would be awesome. But I'm not sure how many of those people have those in the workplace. Uh, quite a few limitations uh, for now. Go and check out the blog for the details. But uh, put a preview, by the way. So, so some of us have uh, preview access to Teams. Your organization might let you have it. Um, if you do, go and check that out. That just looks like a bit of fun. But also, I wonder whether there's some usability and accessibility um, things there. Not everyone likes sitting on camera um, and engaging with the colleagues. This might be a way to draw people out uh, who, who, who maybe feel more comfortable presenting themselves this way, but we'll see. Due public preview from October, and when that comes more mainstream, I'll probably give it as a recap and a little reminder about that. Okay, coming soon to Microsoft Teams webinars. The ability to create unique join links for external presenters. So you look on the screen here, see that we are uh, choosing our external presenters, and then they will get a specific link. If I look closely at that over there, 
So you can see that this, this link over there is just for them, and it means that they get to bypass the, uh, the, the lobby, uh, and they can, just, they can just come straight in. So it's slightly different permissions for those external presenters. Due late October to early November, just a small change, but I think will be quite nice. Collaborative meeting notes are coming to Teams on mobile. So collaborative meeting notes, so you can see on the screen here, we've got um, our agenda, uh, meeting notes, follow-up tasks. This all uses loop, you can see it look like a little reminder up there. Now, quite a few organizations haven't embraced loop yet because uh, of the discoverability and the governance around, around loops it hasn't been great, but I hear a rumor that that's about to change, so look out, uh, look, look out for that. Uh, what have we got? So that's for Android and iOS. So during a meeting, you can go and look at, uh, you can go and work on them uh, there, and also after the meeting, so the meeting chat and more, and then look at the notes. Due early October to late November, and hopefully, by the time that comes out, then maybe the governance bit will be a bit better and your organization will be opening loop up a bit more. Microsoft Teams emojis, GIFs and stickers are gonna be combined into one picker. So currently this is what you get. So it's taking on quite a bit of real estate. So here we've got our smiley faces, our GIFs and our stickers. That's assuming that the fun police in your organization haven't taken those off you. I saw an interesting um, chart, I was at, uh, collab days at uh, the National Computing Museum in, in the UK just a, a few days ago. And this chart was, was talking about preferred uh, communication uh, techniques and, and styles and activities based on age. And the very youngest amongst our, our colleagues really like communicating with this fun stuff. So you, the, your organization's IT departments that are blocking this fun stuff and I know some that are because I, I have the pleasure of working with them. For whatever reason, there's lots of reasons. Um, some valid, some I'm not so sure, but they're blocking them. But they're actually, I think they're actually um, borderline discriminating against the very youngest of our colleagues because they communicate with these type of things. Anyway, for those of you who know me, you'll know that's a regular rant from me. But anyway, let's have a look at what we've got. So they're all getting combined into this one picker. So it takes up a lot less real estate. You, you just click the smiley, the smiley icon from the previous screen, and now you've got all these options here. So, due early October to late November, for those of you who are allowed to have a little bit of fun at work. Okay, some bite-sized updates. So preview of the new Microsoft Teams on Mac. So at last you Mac folk are getting brought up to, to speed, and they've got this new version of Teams you to go and look at, which, uh, isn't quite ready for uh, the mainstream yet, but is really nice and uh, they're doing some really good work on it. Due early September, near real-time sync calendar sync. Near real-time sync calendar sync with Outlook calendar. Um, I'm not quite sure that I was meant to type it like that, but anyway. So I didn't know there was a problem with this, but actually um, a podcast or a video I was watching I think um, Daryl Webster, I think it was his, um, they were talking about the fact that, 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 uh, that, that, that sometimes they are a little bit out of sync. Uh, but anyway, they're getting a lot faster, so much more real time, uh, the, the, the way your, 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 your teams and outlook calendars are gonna, gonna synchronize. Uh, due mid-September to mid-October this year. Okay, so something that's been snoozed, we know this icon means that there's a delay. So workplace are replacing connectors 
So in your channels, click on the little dots, you know, they've got the option to have connectors that will hook it up to, to, to different applications or uh, services. That's been replaced, so that's been getting kind of demoted, and workflows are coming in, in, in its place. And uh, you can still access those connectors, but they're gonna be off in um, the, the, the channel settings. Anyway, it's been pushed back a little bit to late October to mid-December, but since I talked about this last time, Microsoft clarified that this applies to the new Teams client, so only new Teams will be affected by this. The Power Automate app is going to be renamed Workflows. Be interesting, actually, whether that applies only to the new Teams client as well, or is going to be in um, classic Teams that, that we have. Anyway, both of these have been pushed back to about the same time, so mid to late October, maybe into early November. Okay, so looking a little bit out, you can see we've got our, our telescope is back. Require background blur when no background is selected. This is for premium Teams users only, but imagine you're in, a, in an organization where there might be lots of sensitive information on your boards, or maybe, um, I don't know, maybe you, you work in a government organization and you don't necessarily want people's faces behind you and other activities and screens being shown on other people's screens to be recorded or whatever else is happening to them. I love this feature, folks. So if you're not using a background, then it's going to automatically blur it for you. Coming uh, October for premium teams. Okay, this is exciting. So an opportunity for maybe to meet some of you in person. If you see me at South Coast Summit on Saturday, that's important Saturday, so even if you've got, you're have got you busy with work, you can still come along. Saturday, the 14th of October at 1 p.m. Well, the conference starts at like 8 a.m. or 9 a.m., but I'm up at 1 p.m. Uh, and I'm going to be talking about Teams, the newbie's gateway to the Power Platform. So what I'm gonna focus on is, uh, is just demystifying uh, the Power Platform just a little bit. Uh, we're going to be talking about workflows. I've just told you a couple of things about workflows, how they're going to get promoted up, and a power platform is uh, losing some of, its, some of its identity in favor of workflows. So I think Microsoft are working to maybe shake off some of the techie uh, image that, that the power platform's got and just maybe just bring them to the people a bit more. And I'm going to be looking at uh, the workflows. I'm going to be highlighting some of them, how you can surface those in your team, uh, and uh, and hopefully just introduce a few people to it because uh, it will gel with some people and they'll be off and they'll do some really good work with it. Um, there's a link in the notes, so it's free. Go and sign up. And then when you get to it, click on Add to Agenda and make sure that you're on that agenda. So folks, hopefully I'll see you. And if you don't come to my... Um, you come to my session because there's so many great sessions i've got to be honest just come and say hello i'm going to make sure i wear this t-shirt so you can see me i might not have these goggles on because i only use them for for computers computers um but yeah come and see me I, I would love you just to randomly come up and say hi let's have a look at what else is going on around microsoft 365 okay so left navigation customization on microsoft365.com so at the moment, when you go to Microsoft365.com, you see uh, some apps down here. So I can see Outlook, Teams, Word, Excel, and PowerPoint. Those are going, and you're going to see this picker. So you can select what you want on that, that, on that screen, and your admins will not be able to manage or override your choices. 
due early October to mid-December. If you go and check out the blog, you'll see how you can go back and if you miss that window, how you can go and choose those, uh, those apps that you have. Folks, that is it. So if you want to keep up to date, 365, go and check out um, all the socials, supersimple365.com. So hopefully you liked the, the new format. There's a couple of bits in there that were maybe a little bit clunky. It's the first time I've used uh, this format with looking at both screens, one in front of me, one behind me, and that camera like this, and the different software, and my, my Rode uh, microphone. Uh, so so Daryl, I want to put a shout out for you, for you Daryl. You, uh, you recommended I, I get this, and so far so good. But yes, yeah, so a little bit clunky, um, yeah, but, but it'll get a bit smoother as time goes on. Hopefully you like the new format, maybe let me know in, uh, in the notes. But we're done folks, hopefully that was helpful, and I'll catch you next time.